Bawoni. This is the Rorschach Nigeria update for the 22nd of September, 2022. A quick summary of what's going down in Nigeria. Let's kick off this edition with some news about the economy. The Bureau of Statistics released its Consumer Price Index on Thursday the 15th, which showed that the annual inflation rate reached 20%, a 3% increase compared to August 2021. This is the highest inflation rate in 17 years. The food inflation rate rose to about 23% in August from 22% in July. According to the Director General of the Budget Office, in order to avoid public debt crisis, the executive should suspend salary increases for government workers, stop subsidizing fuel, and address the oil theft and vandalism in the oil-producing regions. Recall that President Buhari recently promised to increase the salaries of civil servants. However, the Director General said it was important to reduce the country's debt first because interest in the debt's repayments has been increasing. Also, public spending on important projects that benefit citizens has decreased due to the debt. Since we talked about oil, the government-owned National Petroleum Corporation signed an agreement with the Moroccan government on Friday the 16th to build a gas pipeline between the two countries. When completed, the pipeline will pass through 13 African countries and supply natural gas to Europe. On another note, the executive said that the Nigeria International Economic Partnership Forum will be held in New York on Thursday the 22nd. According to the government, the aim of the forum is to show world leaders the political, economic, and business opportunities the country has to offer. In the forum, participants will talk about how to generate resources to improve infrastructure, about climate change, and the country's oil and gas sector, among other topics. President Buhari will deliver the keynote address. Other speakers and panelists include Bill Gates, the U.S. Secretary of State, the President of the African Development Bank, and the Nigerian Ministers for Finance and Foreign Affairs. A day before the forum, on Wednesday the 21st, President Buhari gave a speech at the U.N. General Assembly. He said that he will follow the constitutional term limits by stepping down from office after the presidential election next year and that the election will be free, fair, and transparent. He then told the the Assembly that, considering the dangers of nuclear escalation in the Russian invasion of Ukraine, he supports a nuclear-free world and called on world leaders to reach a consensus on the Nuclear Non-Proliferation Treaty to prevent global disasters. He concluded his speech by calling for the suspension of debt repayments for developing countries facing economic problems. Since we mentioned the elections, on Friday the 16th, the chief of army staff told soldiers to strictly follow the army's guidelines during next year's general elections and that army commanders should ensure the professional conduct of their troops and remain apolitical during the electoral process. On Saturday the 17th, the main opposition, the People's Democratic Party, announced its Presidential Campaign Council for the upcoming elections. Some members include the governor of Akwa Ibom State, 
who is the chairman of the council, and the governors of the states of Bauchi and Oyo, who are the vice chairman of the northern and southern region, respectively. The official campaigns for the election will start on Saturday the 24th. Now some updates on the ruling All Progressives Congress Party. On Tuesday the 21st, the Federal High Court in Taraba State canceled the results of the primary election conducted to select the state's governor candidate. The court ruled that there were electoral malpractices and that the Electoral Commission should conduct another primary election. Speaking of the executive, Vice President Osimbarjo attended the funeral service of Queen Elizabeth II in London on Monday the 19th. He sent his condolences to the royal family on behalf of the country. Now, here are some health updates. On Thursday the 15th, the New York Times issued a report that mentioned that African countries did not have monkeypox virus vaccines, treatments, or tests. However, a couple of days later, on Sunday the 18th, the Centers for Disease Control responded to the report saying that there were no monkeypox vaccines in the country yet, but that they had asked the WHO and the U.S. for the jabs. The center also said it plans to buy Tecoviramat, the only available antiviral medicine that can treat monkeypox. It also said it has testing capacity for the virus at its laboratory in Abujar and that the laboratory in Lagos would soon be available for testing. To check out the New York Times report, follow the link in the show notes. Still talking about health, on Monday the 19th, the National Agency for the Control of AIDS launched a campaign program supported by the UN to reduce the spread of the disease among young people. According to the agency, most cases of HIV infections occur in young, unmarried people. So, the campaign aims to encourage youngsters to get tested and will make medicine more available to them. In unrelated news, on Thursday the 15th, the Civil Aviation Authority suspended Asman Air because its license had expired and because the airline hadn't paid its debt to the executive. However, the Aviation Authority reversed its decision on Saturday the 17th after the airline renewed its license and signed an agreement according to which Asman Air will have to pay approximately $120,000 monthly until the debt is settled. On that note about travel, airlines at the Lagos airport postponed many flights on Monday the 19th because students blocked the entrance to the airport in protest. The students were protesting against the Academic University Staff Union strike, which has seen government universities shut down for about seven months. The students asked the executive to meet the union's demands and end the strike actions so schools can reopen. Talking about out-of-school students, on Saturday the 17th, the UN said that there are about 10 million out-of-school children in Nigeria, and that the government should take various measures to reduce this number. According to the UN, the executive should build schools closer to communities, and these institutions should have clean water and proper sanitation systems. Speaking of the UN, on Monday the 19th, it released $10 million under the Central Emergency Response Fund, 
to tackle hunger and malnutrition in the northeastern part of the country. This is their second donation this year. Nigeria received $15 million back in May. Now, some updates on music. Local music record label, Native Records, signed a partnership agreements with Def Jam Records to develop music talent in the country on Tuesday the 20th. This is Def Jam's first partnership with an African record label since it opened its African division in 2020 and could see Def Jam sign more African artists. And on to some sports news. On Thursday the 15th, President Buhari awarded Orders of the Niger and cash awards of about $500,000 to athletes that competed in this summer's Commonwealth Games and the World Athletics Championships. Talking about athletes, World Athletics released its yearly rank of the best track and field athletes in the world on Friday the 16th. Sprinter Amasun ranked number five a major improvement since last year she ended up in 43rd place. On Saturday the 17th, the head coach of the men's football team called up 25 players for the upcoming friendly match against Algeria on Tuesday the 27th. Ndidi returned to the team after his injury, but many fans expressed their surprise on social media upon hearing that Joe Aribo wasn't going to be on the team despite his good performance this season. And that's it for this week. Thanks for listening. We've been thinking about ways that we can set up some type of community, not through emails or some other way to waste time online, but a real community with cool people, influence, and responsibilities. We are not sure how to do it or what it would look like, but if you are listening to this, you are exactly who we want to be in it. Any chance you could talk to us about what would or would not interest you about an endeavor like that? Send us an email at podcast at rorschach.com. Odabar. Odabar.